Good afternoon. Greetings in the name of the Lord Jesus. And welcome back to the Word of Truth, the show where you will only hear the truth that's found in Scripture. Last week, Pastor Pace taught that Jesus said we must be born again of water and spirit. This week, he will continue to break down the Scriptures to reveal the true born-again experience. The Word of Truth is hosted by Pastor Joel Pace of Grace and Truth Apostolic Church, where we are a church for all nationalities. For more information about us, you can go to our website, gtacdallas.com. And now, here's Pastor Joel Pace on the Word of Truth. Greetings in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I am Pastor Joel Pace of Grace and Truth Apostolic Church, and I welcome you once again to the Word of Truth broadcast. We certainly thank the Lord for His many blessings, His grace, His mercy, His love, His kindness, and compassion. Amen. We're coming to the end of another year. We thank God for uh, the year thus far. We just celebrated our 28th church anniversary and pastoral anniversary, and we had great, great, wonderful services, and we thank God for many that came out and the mighty moves of God and, and the wonderful, anointed, powerful preaching. Amen. And we thank you again for tuning in to our broadcast today, and we certainly hope, amen, that this will be a blessing and a help to you. I've been talking about the new birth of the water and the Spirit. And we're going to go back to that today. And my scripture text is found in the epistle of 1 John chapter 5, beginning at verse number 5. It says, Who is he that overcometh the world, but he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God? This is he that came by water and blood, even Jesus Christ, not by water only, but by water and blood. And it is the Spirit that beareth witness, because the Spirit is truth. For there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. And there are three that bear witness in earth, the Spirit and the water and the blood. And these three agree in one. And so we've been talking about the water and the Spirit, which is included in the new birth. Uh, Jesus said to Nicodemus, except a man is born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. And we talked about how that when Jesus was baptized, he was in the water, and the Spirit of God descended like a dove upon him. And there we have water and Spirit with Jesus. We even go further back, even to where we talked about Genesis, when the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And so at the beginning of the creation of the earth, there was just water and God's Spirit. And then we see how that the heavens, the waters rather under the heaven, were gathered together in one place, and then the dry land appeared. And we see that there came up a mist from the earth and water, the whole water, the whole earth and the ground, from the ground. And the Lord formed man from the dust of the earth and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. Man became a living soul. And so man came up out of the ground through the water and the breath of life gave him life, the spirit of God breathing into his nostrils. And we talked about how that, how that the children of Israel passed through the water as they were, Bible says, they were baptized unto Moses in the Red Sea and of the cloud that led them by day. And the cloud represents the spirit and the Red Sea represents the water. 
And so we see here in these instances the significance and the importance of the water and the spirit. And when Jesus said that to Nicodemus in John chapter 3, verse 5, except a man is born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God, we see that this is the new birth. And we, we have too many Christian churches that are not teaching and preaching the new birth correctly. They're not preaching and teaching the importance of the water and the spirit. They say that water baptism is only for a only uh, is only for an outward show of a, of an inward working, and that baptism is just a ceremony and it has nothing to do with salvation. You don't have to be baptized to be saved, but instead they're saying that all a sinner has to do is believe and pray a sinner's prayer and accept the Lord Jesus Christ as his personal Savior and they're saved. Well, that's not Bible. Amen. The Bible does not teach that. Uh, that takes away from what Jesus said, except a man is born of water and of the Spirit. He cannot enter into the kingdom of God, and that's how you're born again. In John 3, 3, it said, except a man is born again, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. And then in verse 5, he explained to Nicodemus how that born-again experience is, is through the water and the Spirit. And we went through the book of Acts and we saw how that people were getting saved in the book of Acts. And in every instance, they were born again of water and spirit. Amen. How can we deviate from this teaching anything other than what the Bible is telling us and teaching us? How, how important it is to be born of water and spirit to enter into the kingdom of God. In Acts chapter 2, they received the Holy Ghost, speaking in tongues as the Spirit of God give the utterance. And then Peter preached to them that they must repent and be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the remission of sin, and they shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Water and spirit. We read in Acts chapter 8, uh, how the Samaritans were born of water and spirit, and they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And they sent for Peter and John, who came down days later and prayed for them to receive the Holy Ghost. They were born of water and spirit. Last week, we talked about uh, the uh, Gentiles in Acts chapter 10, how that they were born of water and spirit. first, But they received the Holy Ghost first as Peter was preaching. The Holy Ghost was poured out upon them. Amen. And how did they know they received the Holy Ghost? For they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. And then Peter commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Again, water and spirit. And so today I want to draw your attention to the book of Acts and chapter 19, where we can see another born-again experience. And this is with the disciples of Ephesus. And in Acts chapter 19 and verse 1, it says, And it came to pass that while Paul was at Corinth, Paul, having passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus and finding certain disciples. He said unto them, Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? And they said unto him, We have not so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. And he said unto them, Unto what then were ye baptized? And they said unto John's baptism, then said Paul, John verily baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying unto the people that they should believe on him which should come after him, that is on Christ Jesus. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them, and they spake with tongues and prophesied. And so here we see some disciples at Ephesus that Paul approached. And he asked them, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? And so this tells you that 
when you believe, you don't receive the Holy Ghost. Amen. You can believe, but that does not automatically mean you receive the Holy Ghost at the instant you believe. No. We find these believers, amen, but they had not received the Holy Ghost. The Samaritans in Acts chapter 8, they believed and they were baptized, but they had not received the Holy Ghost until Peter and John came down. So no, when you first believe, when you believe, that does not mean that you receive the Holy Ghost. That does not mean you receive the Spirit of God. And so when Paul saw her that they had not received the Holy Ghost, Amen. He said unto them, how were you baptized? They said unto John's baptism. And John baptized unto repentance, saying to believe on him that should come after him that's on Christ Jesus. When they heard this, they were re-baptized. They were baptized once under John's baptism, but now they're re-baptized in Jesus' name. Amen. And then Paul laid his hands on them and they received the Holy Ghost and spoke in tongues. Again, we see the born again experience of someone getting saved according to water and spirit by water and spirit, just like Jesus said. Amen. Be baptized in water in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and receive the gift of the Holy Ghost speaking in tongues as the Spirit of God give the utterance. If that's the way they got saved in the Bible, then we can't teach it, preach it, or believe it any other way. It's got to be water and spirit. Amen. And so here we see these disciples were believers, but yet they were not saved. They were not born again until they were rebaptized in Jesus' name and received the Holy Ghost speaking in tongues. That's the only way to be born again. That's what Jesus meant when he said, except you're born again of water and spirit. You cannot enter into the kingdom of God. And we see in the book of Acts, in Acts chapter 2, Acts chapter 8, Acts chapter 10, Acts chapter 19, when all of these were born again, they were born again of water and spirit, baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. And we see that water baptism, the reason why you have to be baptized in Jesus' name, amen, in water, to be born again of the water, is because of what baptism does. In Acts 22, and verse number 16, this is Ananias talking to Saul at his, when he was con- converted after he uh, met Jesus on the way, road to the, on, on the road. Amen. And uh, Jesus came and showed himself to him and, and said, Why persecutest thou me? It's hard for you to kick against the prince. And revealed himself to, to Saul, whose name was later changed to Paul. This is Ananias at Paul's conversion. And he says in Acts twenty two sixteen, and now why tarriest thou? Arise and be baptized and wash away thy sins, calling on the name of the Lord. Water baptism washes away sin. That's why you have to be baptized in Jesus name, not Father, Son, or Holy Ghost. 
Amen. Jesus said in Matthew 28 and 19, Go ye therefore teaching all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. In the name singular, Father, Son, Holy Ghost is not a name. you got to find out what is the name of the Father, Son, Holy Ghost. That's why in the book of Acts, read it, you'll find they always baptize the new converts in Jesus' name because Jesus is the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. There's got to be a name there. I'm a father. I'm a son. I'm a husband. But I don't write a check, Father. I don't sign a check, Father, Son, Husband. I don't sign my signature, Father, Son, Husband. No. Why? There's no power there. The, the power's in the name. That's why, amen, the Bible says in Acts 4.12, neither is there salvation in any other, but there's none of the name given unto heaven among men, whereby we must be saved. Colossians 3.17 says, whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The name of the Lord Jesus Christ is where the power and the authority is. And when you're baptized in Jesus' name, it washes away sin. It forgives sin. It's for the remission of sin. The word remission means to remit, to remove, to forgive. Amen. The devil changed water baptism to Father, Son, Holy Ghost. And that, and that he deceived many people that their sins are not washed away. Amen. If you want to be saved and enter to the kingdom of God, you must be born of water and spirit to enter in, baptized in Jesus' name, and filled with the Holy Ghost. I'm Pastor Joel Pace. God bless you in Jesus' name. Thank you, Pastor Pace. This is a matter of whether you enter into the kingdom of God or not. Except you are born again, Jesus said. It must be of the water and the spirit. Well, that concludes today's edition of the Word of Truth. If you're listening, want more information, have any questions, or would like a personal home Bible study, just give us a call. Our phone number is 214-391-0017. We would love for you to come and visit us at Grace and Truth Apostolic Church. Our doors are open to you. We're located at 2930 North St. Augustine Drive in Dallas. For more information about service times and days, just go to gtacdallas.com. Also remember the Word of Truth podcast. Just go to your favorite podcast app and search for Grace and Truth Apostolic Church. On behalf of Pastor Joel Pace and Grace and Truth Apostolic Church, God bless.